everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You may not find us on your TV. Because in case you did not know, we're being brought to you on. Brought to you on. Welcome to episode 805 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Right next to me is a person who tries to keep me out of trouble. Kevin, I got one name. Kevin. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Everybody. Hi. And hi there. Welcome to this episode. I am your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. I am. I'm the villain of this one and every single one before it. You can find all the episodes right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And when you're at RileyandKimmy.com, be sure to click on one of, well, maybe all of our social media links. If your friend follow and like us, we will uh, do the same right back with you. By the way, it's a really good way to stay in touch with where we're going to be out and about at, I mean, it's going on for a long period of time. We're uh, filling up all the dates for 2016 in our our tour, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And this weekend, we will be in Lakeland, Florida, at the Lakeland Convention Center. And that is March 12th and 13th, Saturday and Sunday. We will be there for Fanboy Expo Lakeland, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. It's a Comic-Con. It's happening. A lot of fun, event, uh, just fun times and events going on. I mean, uh, first of all, just packed with vendors who have all kinds of nerd geeky stuff, right, Kimmy? That's right. And full of celebrities personalities, people to meet, right, Kimmy? Yes, wow, the celebrities. Yes, mm. I mean, a big wow. As a matter of fact, I was just speaking with somebody before we sat down for episode 805. He could not believe that actor Ed Asner, who portrayed Lou Grant and did so many other things, is actually going to be in the house. It's going to be at Fanboy Expo Lakeland, right, Kimmy? Yeah. That is, yeah. That, I mean, that, that to me... I said, can you believe that? Ed Asner. I can't believe I'm attending a convention where Ed Asner is going to be there. That's right. And you will, we'll get down to the uh, the celebrity list, uh, focus on some highlights here in just a moment with Riley and Kimmy. Show on. I'm going to ask Kimmy right now is a question. Kimmy, do you want to play Nerd Geek Trivia? Yes. as we get ready to play nerd and geek trivia here i want kimmy to keep one thing in mind one thing to keep in mind is be sure to keep fanboy expo that is fanboy expo lakeland in your mind with your answers kimmy okay okay gotcha. you just got to keep that in mind that is fanboy expo lakeland keep it in mind as you get ready to answer any of the questions that we're about to ask you okay okay all right so here we go with our nerd geek trivia rounds uh, not really rounds. I guess it's just one big round here on the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, Kimmy, this question. Name the character ranked number 19. That's 19th in TV Guide's 50 Greatest TV Dads of All Time. Who would that be? Hmm. Would that be John Schneider? No, it would not be. No? No. 
You're thinking of John Schneider because of Smallville. Pa Kent. Yes, he did. He's not number 19. I don't know where he is on the list. Maybe he's number two, number one. Who's number 19 on that list? Remember, keep in mind, Fanboy Expo. Herman Munster? Am I scary? Or am I scary? That's right, Kimmy. In the June 20th issue from 2004 of TV Guide, they ranked him number 19 on the list of 50 greatest TV dads of all time. Okay. Herman Munster. Now, my next question for you, Kimmy, is we are focusing on the Munsters for a certain reason. Do you know why we're focusing on the Munsters for a certain reason? Well, could it be because Butch Patrick... Eddie Munster is going to be there at Fanboy Expo. That's right. He's going to be special guest at Fanboy Expo in Lakeland. So I thought we would just focus around on the Munsters for a little bit. How's that? Okay. Now, where did Herman Munster work, Kimmy? That's the question. Where did he work? Yes. Did he work? Well, yeah. Okay. Because I remember that big lunchbox. Well, that lunchbox is not that big. I see you leave every day with a lunchbox. Hey, now. I do. Your lunchbox is that size. Matter of fact, you know what's funny? A good friend of mine, an occasional guest on this show, the Riley and Kimmy show, a good friend of mine, fellow broadcaster Mark Mayhew, he has a lunchbox that big. Mm. When I worked in talk radio with him, he would show up with a lunchbox that huge. Okay. Uh, it was actually a cooler, <laughs> but I, I used to tease him saying it was a... Herman Munster lunchbox. <laughs> All right, Kimmy. What right. was Herman Munster's occupation? Where did he work? What did he do? Um, was it construction worker? No, no. He didn't. No. no, no. I remember him seeing seeing him with a construction hat on. I think in one of the episodes. So that's well, what. Well, he did some odd jobs from time to time when he would lose his major gig, and you know he he played uh, folk singer one time, hmm. and other things. Okay. But there was the major, you know, reoccurring job that he focused on. I'm surprised you don't know this one. Um, I don't know. Graveyard digger? You're, that's There you go. He worked in a funeral parlor, and I was going to ask you, can you name the funeral parlor? Oh, no. Can't do it. Okay, it was Gateman, Goodberry, and Graves. Now, my question for you there, now, can you remember that at least a little bit, that that was part of the show? Okay. Because the occasional role of Mr. Gateman was played by a certain horror actor, can you tell me who played it? Um, or do you want me to give you some clues? Vincent Price? Would you like me to give you some clues, or are you using that? I guess I better take some clues. All right, the clues are Lon Chaney Jr., Boris Karloff, Vincent Price, or John Carradine. All right, well, I'm going to stick with Vincent Price. Hey, it's John Carradine. No. The father to whom? The father to uh, David Carradine. That's correct. John Carradine, one of the, most people don't realize, so many films, if you actually pull up his filmography, and I'm not just talking TV roles, I mean filmography, over 200 roles wow. that he did. Just uh, so many things. Sometimes just really small uh, appearances, but uh, over 200 in films. Now, name Herman's son. Well, that's um, Eddie Munster. What's his middle name? What's Eddie's middle Wolfgang? name? Yeah, you got it. Very good. There you go. Okay. And I think you've already said this, but we'll do it just for the fun of it. Name the actor who portrayed Eddie Munster. Butch Patrick. That's correct. Now, how old was Butch when the Munsters debuted on TV? Nine. He was 11 years old. Wow. He was born August 2nd, 1953. One of the reasons he said he got the role, yeah, he had some uh, you know, credit. He had done some film work before, television work, film work before, starting, I believe, at the age of eight. But the reason he thinks he got the role is because he actually had pointed teeth. The teeth you see as Eddie are really his. His eye hmm. teeth were, were barbed. 
Wow. And he thinks that's one of the reasons that he got the role. That's how he got the uh, the edge. Okay. Now, the name of Eddie's stuffed toy doll. Wolfie. You're kind woof, of... Woof, woof. What was it? Woof, woof. Woof, woof. That's it. Woof, woof. That's a stuffed werewolf, which does, if you actually look at it, is... And because Universal had the monsters, it was theirs, uh, it does look like Lon Chaney Jr., the mm. Wolfman, if you notice that. Mm. And I'm surprised they did not mass market that. To my knowledge, they never did. Mm-hmm. Now, I know back... Uh, back in the 90s, I met Butch Patrick. I had the pleasure of meeting him at a talk radio station I was part of up north. And Butch had some of those collector pieces that he was selling. Now, mm. I don't know who the you know, the source was that was doing those, but I do remember those. I'd love to see one of those. Mm-hmm. I remember looking, I think I saw it in the studio. I can't remember way back then. I mean, that's that was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't remember, to be quite honest. But uh, yeah, the, the Woof Woof doll. Always wanted one of those. As a kid. Now, question for you here is, who was the original choice to play Eddie Munster? Was it Kurt Russell, Barry Williams, Billy Mooney, Clint Howard, or Butch Patrick? Wow. Oh, let's go with Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Ronnie's, Ron Howard's brother. No, it wasn't Clint Howard. The person who was actually, that was given the role, was chosen, was Billy Mooney. Really? Yes, but Billy Mooney's family did not like the idea of him going through extensive makeup, as they called it, mm. and they they wouldn't let him take the role. And I've looked at that that role that makeup, and I don't see it as extensive makeup. No. Not was there something else that we're not seeing that Billy Mooney was supposed to wear? I mean, did they make it more intense originally? Hmm. Was there? I, I, but if that's the case, and they adjusted it, why wouldn't they have? You know, he's still taken the role. I just, I don't, I don't see that. I, I don't know if that's the true. Hmm. That's at least in all sources you see is because the makeup was, he would have to go through a lot of makeup, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't want him to take the role. But what's interesting, that season, I think it's the first season Billy Mooney does star in one of the episodes. Hmm. He's like a, a spoiled brat kid that's uh, part of, you know, visits the, the, Munst, the Munsters. But I just find that kind of weird. That they yeah. use that as a thing. Now, that's a question I would like to yeah, ask Billy Mooney. You know, mm-hmm. is that the real reason or was there something else? Uh-huh. Did the family just not like the producers? You know, was there a conflict or was there something else out there that popped up? You're like, well, wait a minute. I got a chance maybe to do this other role. We'll gamble rather do the other role. Because mm-hmm. I just, I still, you know, I look at it, I just don't see that that intense makeup. What's interesting, though, about Butch Patrick is he was living out on the East Coast, and they were filming the Munsters on the West Coast. Now, unlike some people or families, when a role is, you know, achieved in Hollywood, they would move, but he did not. They commuted for wow. the shooting. He would do, he would, they would, they would go out to L.A. area, do the, the, the role, and then he would go back for the rest of the week, and then go back for his camera parts, and then go back. Did that dur- throughout the duration of the Munsters. Hmm. It's kind of a bizarre thing. Now, he, now when Billy Mooney turned down the role, he, uh, somebody else got the role of, uh, for the pilot, got the role of uh, Eddie. And that person did not make it beyond the pilot because they claimed he was a little too aggressive on the set. Now, I don't know what that means. Hmm. They say he was a too aggressive Eddie Munster. <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I, I don't know. Was he going? Was he thinking he was a werewolf? You know, was he going around chewing the carpet? Was he? Was he? Was he wow. tearing down the drapes? I mean, okay. was he? Was he howling at everything? I I don't know. Okay. It's kind of a bizarre thing. Now the Munsters made their te- the the Munsters made their television debut what year, Kimmy? Nineteen 
1964, September 24th, 1964. What network aired the Munsters originally? ABC. CBS. Now, when was the final network airing? Remember, 1964 is when it began, when it was first shown. When did it come to a conclusion? When did the network say it's over? Oh, 67. 1966. Now, what what is the name of Herman's wife? Lily. And Lily Munster's last name or original name, maiden name, was what was her maiden name? Mm. It's a big one. And I there's don't... references to it in in different episodes. It's a, remember, Grandpa is not last name is not Munster. It's Grandpa something else. And that is her father. Mm. Can't do it. Dracula. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, Lily was played by whom? Um, Tell me if you need help. Yvonne Car- um, Carlisle? Or... You are so close, Kimmy. Yvonne DiCarlo. Okay. Now, next question for you. Tell me the Munsters television rival. Who was a rival to the Munsters? The Addams Family. All right, the Addams Family. What network did the Addams Family air on? ABC. That's correct. Now, who has more episodes in the bank? Is it the Addams Family or the Munsters? Addams Family. You think the Addams Family? Mm -hmm. Okay, the Addams Family was on first by one week. Okay. But no, the Munsters have more episodes. The Munsters, there's a total of 70 and the Adams Family, 64 original episodes. Mm. Next question. Gomez Adams' wife, what's her name? Um, Morticia. And Morticia was played by whom? Oh, I can't do it. Yes, you can. Mm-mm. Yes, you can. Do you want me to give you her first name? Mm-hmm. Carolyn. Jones. That's right, Carolyn Jones. Now, when the Adams Family and the Munsters made their network debuts in 1964, which actress was older, Carolyn Jones or Yvonne DiCarlo? Yvonne DiCarlo. You sure about that? Yeah. You are right. Any idea how old Yvonne DiCarlo was when the show aired? 35. She was 42 years old when she took over the role uh, as, or took, you know, starred in the role as Lily. Carolyn Jones was 34. Okay. Now, who was older? Yvonne DiCarlo, who played Lily, Fred Gwynn, who played Herman, or Al Lewis, who played Grandpa? Al Lewis. Wrong. Really? Mm-hmm. Yvonne DiCarlo? Yes. They did something kind of strange with Yvonne DiCarlo and Al Lewis. Now, Al Lewis... I, I, you look at Al Lewis and you say, oh, he's the, he was the old, yeah, he, uh-huh. yeah, he was older. Yvonne DiCarlo was 42 when the show premiered in September. Al Lewis was 41 years old when it premiered. Wow. And Fred Gwynn, who played Herman, was 40 years old. Okay. Al Lewis changed his age. They had him change his age. Either he did it on his own or the agents did because they didn't like the fact that the one playing his daughter was actually older than him. Uh-huh. So he added ten, he added like 10 years to his age. All right. But he uh, he's buried as being younger than her. His, his son swears that the birth date is April 30th, 1923. All sources show 
April 20th, 1923, although right about the time of the Munsters, they were saying it was like 1910. Okay. All right. He added like 10 years, 12, 13 years to okay. it. So, but the, the, the official sources, they, they list him as the younger of, you know, her. Hmm. All right. Next question. Name of grandpa's pet bat. Batsy? No, it was Igor, Kimmy. <laughs> I thought you were tied in the monster oh, movies. Yeah. And t- you yeah. got to keep thinking yeah. universal horror, yeah, 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 everything yeah. with everything here. Okay. Now, did Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis, you know who Fred Gwynn is, right? Yes. All right. Did Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis, that is Herman and grandpa, did they ever act on television together in a series? Yes. Okay. What was it? Car 54. Where are you? Okay. I'll accept that. Now, the Munster's address. Let's see how good you are. 1313 Mockingbird Lane. That's correct. Mockingbird Heights is also the correct full version. Okay. All right. According to Herman's driver's license, mm-hmm. his age at the time the show aired is what? I'll, I'll give you multiple choice here. Is it 50, 100 years, 150, or 200 years of age? 200? He's 150 years old, born June 21st. 1815, according to that episode okay. of the Munsters. Now, initially, Marilyn, you remember Marilyn, right? Yes. Okay, that's Herman's, what relation to Herman? Niece. That's correct. On the show, she was originally played by Beverly Owen, and she left the show in 1964. What's the name of the actress who replaced her? And you should remember this because she appeared in Orlando recently. Mm-hmm. Um... Can't do it. All right. I'll give you multiple choice. Was it Joanne Worley? Was it Peggy Lipton? Was it Pat Priest? Or Pat was it Marsha? Uh, you say it was Pat Priest. You, uh-huh. are, you are correct. Now, Beverly Owen, who played the part of Marilyn for the first 13 episodes, she was in love with her fiance who was back in New York City and agreed to do the show, basically thinking that it would not you know, become anything. She thought it was going to be a, a bomb. And so she agreed to do the pilot. She thought the the you know the premise of the thing was totally outlandish. Now it became a hit, and she was constantly crying on the set for having to be in Los Angeles, and her boyfriend was back in New York. Now the other cast members, this includes Al Lewis and Fred Gwynn, went to the producers and begged them to let her out of the contract, and they did. So Pat Priest took over the role, and she looked so much like Beverly Owen that viewers never noticed the difference. Hmm. According to some sources, they didn't even get letters. Wow. Now, ironically, Beverly Owen, who uh, decided to leave the show, would get divorced from her husband 10 years later and would never be on screen again. She hmm. only did 13 episodes. Wow. So there, there is actually, most people don't realize, there are two people who played Marilyn. Uh-huh. So there is some of our Munsters trivia. And the reason we're doing Munsters trivia, one big reason was because... Well, because Butch Patrick will be at Fanboy Expo. In Lakeland. In Lakeland. That's right. He will be at the Lakeland Convention Center. March 12th and 13th would be your chance to talk to him about the Munsters. And maybe you're one of those who has seen Lidsville. I have. I know Lidsville. Kimmy has no clue... To what Lidsville is. Nope. It is definitely a hippie TV show of the 1960s, or 1970s. I was going to say 60s, but actually 1970s. Uh, you know, it's from the creators like H.R. Puff and stuff, and, you know, Land of the Lost, and all, you know, uh, what was that other one? Uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Mm-hmm. Just, just a few of that. And, you know, I bet our good friend Puppeteer, Master Puppet, 
maker, I bet Martin Dunn, artist Martin Dunn, who will be at Lakeland Comic Con, would just love Lidsville if he doesn't even know what it is yet. Mm. He has to. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah. Being a puppet guy, uh-huh. he, he would have to know it. Martin, if you're listening to this episode, which I know you are, you will have to talk to Butch Patrick about his experience at Lidsville. I bet Butch would just love to go on and on about that. Don't you, Kimmy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's probably like, what? There's somebody actually seen that show <laughs> and, and remembers it? Uh-huh. No, seriously. Yeah, the cool thing about it, because I, is Charles Nelson Riley was doing mm-hmm. that show. And, okay. And, and it's, it's just, it, it, was, it was weird. I mean, it was, I, I can't, to this day, I don't know how it got passed. Not censors necessarily, but the board who decided, yeah, we should, uh, we should produce this. <laughs> yeah, let's make that a kid's show. I just, I, if, it, I think it's, you know, it's a trip right there. So Butch Patrick will be there, and Kimmy's got a list of some other individuals who will be appearing at Fanboy Expo in Lakeland, Florida. That's this Saturday, March 12th, and Sunday, the 13th. Well, Barbara Eden uh, from I Dream of Jeannie will be there. Dawn Wells, of course, Marianne from Gilligan's Island. Ed Asner, as we mentioned. Um, the boys from Dukes of Hazard, John Schneider and Tom Wopat, along with Catherine Bach. Um, also, the voice of Space Ghost, George Lowe. The voice of Goofy, Bill Farmer. Vern Troyer, Minnie Me. John Heater from Napoleon Dynamite. And Butch Patrick among others. And as I mentioned earlier, the uh, artist Martin Dunn will be there. He'll be on hand with Prince and you can probably talk to him about doing uh, commission work as well. Also, he has uh, independent comic book projects uh, that he is about to undertake and those that he has, he'll have comic books and just so many things. Friendly guy to, to meet. And by the way, if you have a portfolio and know somebody who's really starting out or wanting to uh, get into the world of uh, you know illustration, sequential art, comic book art, uh, he would be somebody to talk to. He's very friendly, and he will offer guidance and, and tips. Really easy to uh, find Martin, by the way. Uh, we're both on the same row, Kimmy. Uh, Martin mm-hmm. Dunn and, and us, uh, we're just a few tables away from him. We're at table AA26. That's AA26. And we're right across from or in the aisle of, we're you know across from the celebrities of, let's see, Barbara Eden, Don Wells, and Ed Asner. Mm-hmm be able to uh, swing on by our table and be sure to do so because we'd love to talk to you and make you part of the Riley and Kimmy show. We will be, we will be uh, recording episodes while we're at this big event. And by the way, I forgot to mention, I don't even think Kimmy mentioned this one is they will have a cosplay contest at fanboy expo. More information is available on their website at fanboyexpo.com. And if you don't even want to participate in the contest, that's fine. Just, uh, you know, this is a perfect opportunity to put your cape on, uh, to uh, dress up as a family, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, show show whatever uh, cosplay you got in you. You show up with your costume. You don't have to participate in the costume contest at all, right? That's right. And uh, there's going to be the uh, the uh, the cosplayers who look like the Frozen Sisters who will be there as well, Kimmy. Okay. And just so many uh, things going on, things to check out. And you know, I'm looking forward to. I've I've attended uh, his uh, panels before, and that is George Lowe. And I look forward to uh, seeing and and hearing George Lowe. By the way. Who has done Space Ghost more, Kimmy? George Lowe or the other person, the one who originally did it? Um, Gary Owens. Which one? Gary Owens? No, actually, George Lowe has done the character more times than Gary Owens did over his oh. career, which is, is fantastic when you okay. think about that. Yeah. So, and, and 
I don't have the panel schedule in front of me, but if George Lowe is doing a voiceover uh, panel and you are interested in the cartoon voices or voiceover work, I strongly urge you to check that out. He is blunt. He is uh, right to the point, and he's funny, too. <laughs> and it's, it's just a trip to uh, hear him talk, isn't it, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. So that is what's going on, just some of the things at this big event, which is happening at Fanboy Expo. And then there's an infestation that's happening. Yeah, and an invasion. An invasion of zombies. Yeah, these are different types of zombies. These are little walkers. <laughs> right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. They're little biters. They are cupcake zombies. Now, if you're looking for that special gift for somebody for Easter, for St. Patrick's Day, for a birthday, hey, even a wedding gift, you know, this be perfect, right, Kimmy? Oh, sure. Yes. Cupcake Zombies will be on hand from the creators of Vicious Collectibles, from the madman, the mad baker, the mad artist, Eric Waller. He will be bringing his Cupcake Zombies. They will be there. Be sure to swing by the uh, Vicious Collectibles table. Check out the Cupcake Zombies, and he has something else with him, and that is called Funk Alicious. And I'm going to let Kimmy describe what Funkalicious is all about when it comes to cupcake zombies. Well, you know those cute little adorable pop vinyls. Of course, everybody knows and loves them. It's when uh, one of them meets up with a certain vicious cupcake. And what happens? What does happen? What the result is. Well, it's just not pretty. Let's just say that. It's pretty brutal. No, wait a minute. I kind of liked, I thought it was pretty. I thought the My Little... Pretty colors? Well, yeah, but I thought the My Little Pony scene was very pretty. Mm. I thought the Minion scene was very pretty. Mm. And I thought that certain mouse scene with that certain mouse character, that was really pretty. Mm. I was liking that. It's colorful. It is... It's in Technicolor. With lots of red. It's in Technicolor. Blood red. <laughs> it's in Technicolor. No, I mean, <laughs> it's, yes, it is. And uh, I can just see this in an Easter basket. Uh-huh. Can't you? Especially at the Munster's house. Well, I could see it at an Easter basket. Anybody's Easter basket. It'd be kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It'd be great for graduation gifts. It'd be good for birthday gifts. It'd be just fun for any type of, uh, uh, you know, event. You know, just have your cupcakes on me. Look good on your desk, too, at work. Mm-hmm. It looks conversation good. starter. Oh, uh, it looks good right here in our studio. We don't have to worry about it being a conversation starter because we don't have anybody in our studio, so we don't have to worry about that, <laughs> right? And they smell good. Well, stop bringing that up, Kimmy. That is one thing they do smell like real cupcakes. I'm going to point this out because I you know I've seen this happen because we've been by their table before, and it happens all the time. People pick them up or look at them. They go, hey, "Can you eat them?" <laughs> no, you cannot. They're not mm-hmm. edible. Right. Not eatable, not edible. They are collectible. That's right. They are collectible. So be sure to get yours. Get that unique gift. Stop by Vicious Collectibles. That is at Fanboy Expo, and that's happening at the Lakeland Convention Center this weekend. They'll be there from March 12th to the 13th. We have more information available right on our website. And what is our web address, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archived podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.